Welcome to the Footy Pod, the ultimate podcast for delving into the electrifying world of football. Join us as we unravel the saga pertaining to one Kylian Mbappe, one of modern football's greatest prodigies. We will unearth everything, ranging from his humble beginnings to his meteoric rise at the world stage. And as is common with people of his profile, unbridled controversy. So, Tridip, my first question to you. As a Real Madrid fan that has been cuckolded multiple times by this one Kylian Mbappe... <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say? Good choice of words. What do you have to say for Kylian Mbappe and and Real Madrid, the romance that is seemingly likely to be? Oh, uh, Bori! First things first. Uh, it's good to be back here. We've been off for a while. Uh, yeah. we've added Abhimanyu Borthakur to our list to our team. Yep, Bori. Bori uh, has been this insane football fan. Uh, forever and you know we've all yeah. always I don't know about forever he was he was uh, did you watch football football in school or was it was of it course he for did you? I and used to but it was more as a casual what? I see I see but, yeah but I, I remember debating about football every morning I don't remember if Bodhi was part of that conversation uh, anyway I definitely don't remember you debating about football every morning uh, bro uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. but uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's good to be back, man. That was that was a bit of a break in the middle, and but it's good to be back. Um, yeah. So Likewise. as far as the as far as the Kylian Mbappe saga goes, yeah. the, I think in all of my years of fandom, uh, this has been the one player I've wanted the most, and it's also been the most frustrating transfer saga, of, like all time. Um, so it started since just to give you guys a background, his uh. Transfer Saga starts in Monaco. And uh, that's when we have the BBC, right? So we have uh, Bale on the right wing, which is where he was playing for Monaco at the time. He's also sort of alternating in striker. But the idea was that if he comes in uh, to Real Madrid at the time, he replaces Bale, which at the time was not going to happen because Bale was one of the best players in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, he was scoring in Champions League. Do, do, and- do you as a Real Madrid fan regret how you guys treated Bale? Just- no. Not really, no, no. Yeah, I, I guessed as much. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah, so at, at Monaco, that was the plan. He was not going to come because of the trident we had. And he also wanted to make an impact in France. So that's the entire reason behind. So there was this whole story where sort of the Monaco president came out saying that mm-hmm. uh, Kylian came up to me in the training ground and he said that, uh, that, you know, I want to go to Real Madrid, but Real Madrid will always be there for me. And uh, as a result, I'm, I want to make my imprint in France first and then sort of venture out into, into the continent. And uh, I mean, PSG was sort of his boyhood uh, favorite club, right? No, it was Real Madrid. No, it was Real Madrid all along. Have you seen that comic book he's come Are up you with? Are sure? Uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah. anyway he, 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 lives, he lives a few miles away from uh, our stadium. Uh, right. So it kind of makes sense, you know, he'd want to make a mark in his own home city. Fair right. enough, yeah. And look how that turned out. So many years later, look how that turned out. Yeah, and didn't, no, I don't think... Didn't, wait, didn't he, wasn't that the same reason why he ended up, uh, like, you know, rejecting Real Madrid and becoming yeah. emperor at PSG that he yep. said he wanted yep. to yep. make a mark in Paris. <laughs> I love Paris. and But no, but this was sort of the first contract in Paris, right? So he signs his first contract in 2017 and it ends in 2022, which was last mm-hmm. year. Oh. And so the, the plan behind it was for Real Madrid is that 
you only can sign him either the year before his contract ends, which is where you can get like a relatively low fee for him. Like you can pay a relatively low fee because the next year he's free, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so in 2021, we tried and we couldn't get him. Uh, in 22, in 22, no, in 21, yeah. So in 21, we tried and... Yeah, apparently uh, it was believe... 200 million pounds or something, yeah. right? That, that, was, that was a yes. quoted figure. Yeah, if I'm not wrong. But then I wouldn't be surprised if Real Madrid were, you know, planning to just pay the amount and get him off, you know, uh, because I've seen the amount of fan following that these Madristas have for this guy. And it seems like everyone wearing a man, uh, a Real Madrid jersey just wants him, man. Yeah. I don't really understand. I mean, anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we will get to that. And we'll get to that. As far as 2021 is concerned, I'm like in the 2021 22 season, uh, as far as that is concerned, I can definitely understand why Real Madrid really wanted him because you had Vinicius on the left wing that was just, you know, learning his trade back then, uh, not as good as he is now. And you had Benzema as in the central role as the number nine. And there were still questions about what, what would happen on the right wing. And now Valverde did brilliantly to fill in that role and act as an extra defensive cover uh, in, in that season in which he won the Champions League. Uh, no denying that, but uh, you were looking for a right winger. Let's just uh, yeah. let's just put that yeah. out there. And, and yeah. Mbappe was seemingly going to the perfect fit for that. It was going to be this match made in heaven. And it, it just didn't materialize. The transfer just didn't materialize. And it didn't, yeah. And it's 200 million for a guy who can be free next year. So it was a mad deal. And uh, yep. and then, like, in so PSG didn't accept. And in 22, like, he was a free agent and he could have signed a pre-agreement with us, but he, he signed a renewal and he broke our hearts and, like, a large part of our fan base still don't want him back. Um, and so so just to be clear... So the renewal he signed last year was a, officially a three-year degree. So he went out into the Parc de France with a 2025 shirt. It's mm-hmm. not actually it's not actually three years. It's a two-year deal with an option to renew for a further year. But only mm-hmm. he can trigger that option, right? Okay. So technically next year he can go for free. He can leave for free. But PSG don't want to lose him for free this time. And the only difference between between this time and last time is that he's actually sent a letter to the club saying that he's not going to renew. So PSG's position now, as it stands, is you either leave now and we get a fee for you or you sit on the bench the entire time and we're not going to play you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and one man who gives you a hard bargain, who is the chairman of PSG. So I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if he actually did act out and have the best player in the world on the bench for an entire year because he's very capable of that. He is a yeah. shrewd businessman and if you don't, if a deal is not, if it doesn't go by his terms, then, then he's very, he's very happy but to take the idea, into his own hand, right? We've but seen he doesn't that. have any cards, like he doesn't have any cards I mean, anymore. Like, uh, I don't know if you remember Hatem Benarfa, right? Uh, so we had, we had this player called Hatem Benarfa who we had picked up from Newcastle. He's an amazing player, right? He's a five-star skiller. Yeah, the streets will not forget. That yeah, the streets, the streets will, will never forget Ben Arfa, right? So, what happened? Him and uh, Al-Khalifi got into a tussle, right? Into, into the first year of his contract. He said something about him. He said something about him, right? And uh, 
Al Khalifi banned him from the team. He ended up, uh, you know, frozen off to the side. He trained with the under 21s mm-hmm. for the next three years of his four-year contract, or or something yeah. along those lines. Wow. Okay. So okay. this precedent has happened. There is precedent of something like this happening, mm-hmm. of of Al Khalifi just losing his entire cool and just doing what he wants. So this man is capable of doing what he threatens. We just got to see if Madrid, you know, have enough money in the bank to make the deal this year. Yeah. I just want to know, right? What happens on the off chance that Madrid call his bluff? They take the risk. Risk. They don't give him a good contract, right? A good uh, uh, offer. What if he sells Mbappe to someone else? Because anyone in the world, he can't. He can't. He can't. He can't. I mean, Alcala, I mean he can't. See, see, see. Yeah, I mean, Mbappe would have to agree to the terms. Himself. Yes. Yeah. Personal but, terms. But he could offer him to anybody. He can offer him to anybody. Yeah. I mean, this doing. this aligns this aligns well with what Fabrizio Romano just tweeted a couple of days ago. Like, Kylian Mbappe will not travel to Japan with PSG excluded by the club. Paris Saint-Germain decision has been made uh-huh. as they consider Mbappe out of the project and up for sale. So, up for sale basically it opens up a lot of doors. Around Europe, one hundred percent, and I imagine yes. a lot of suitors would be interested because he's the kind of player that you go after. Yes, yes. And by the way, can we just highlight like he's in, he's the best player in the world. Let's let's not mess yeah, yeah. about yeah, uh, yeah. on this. Yeah, I I, dis- I I fervently disagree with anyone who says Haaland is the best player in the world. No, that's, Haaland's not even second. Yeah, he's not like, even second. That, yeah. Um, Kane is better than Haaland. Is that is there a hundred percent? A hundred percent. Thirty goals yeah. in a in in a in a lackluster Spurs side. He's hundred percent better than Haaland. It's incredible. Yeah. That's not to take away anything from from Haaland. Definitely. Haaland could become a better player than Kane, but yes. as it stands, Haaland Mbappe is playing supreme. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. This, so this is our position on this podcast, and <laughs> uh, in subsequent episodes, you will you will agree with us yeah. one way or another. Well, <laughs> well yes. yes. So I just uh, checked it out. I don't think. I think there's a little bit of something going on. Basically, uh, he did travel to Japan with the team, but I see. officially because he's training with them in Japan, but he's mm-hmm. not going to play. No, Looks I don't like, think he's training with them in Japan. I saw a picture of them training in Paris, I believe. Yeah, with, yeah, Paris with his brother, that. right? No, no, no. That was a while ago. He's training with Wijnaldum and all of those guys because they're also. Yeah, like I saw that, that post yeah. too. But then I don't know about the. I don't think they travel to Japan because you announce the squad before you travel. Uh-huh. And they announced the squad, and he wasn't in the squad, so I don't think he traveled. Um, and I, I saw like a video of him pulling up to training in sort of the the park, the the Paris training uh, center. Okay, right, so I think right. he is. In, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. No, actually, I came across a picture, a uh, picture of him and his brother training. Right, his brother made it to Japan, which is why I'm saying he's probably there. But you know, it doesn't really matter. At the end okay. of the day, the problem at yeah. hand is, <clears throat> yeah, where does he go next? So, yeah. uh, Chidip, what what do you think? So, we all know that you want him there, but where do yeah. you want him on the field? How do you want him to play? What's what's the expectation? Yeah, just, as a Real Madrid fan, just tell us because, like, uh, I, I I I'm I'm quite firmly of the opinion that uh, Ancelotti is moving to a midfield diamond next season, mm. where you're gonna have four defenders who are going to stay very compact, and in front of them you're going to have. Uh, someone to take up the pivot, the lone pivot role. Most likely, that's going to be Chouameni. Uh, on either side, you're going to have two wide midfielders in terms of Camavinga and Valverde. And 
we all know that Bellingham's best position is at the apex of a diamond, where he's uh, where he can basically create things moving forward in that CAM role. And you can have a strike partnership of Vinicius and Rodrigo, who are both very competent inside the channels as well as holding the width out wide. So I think that would be a good good way for Real Madrid to approach the season. But it it seems to me that Mbappe sort of throws a spanner into the works. So what are your opinions on that? Yeah, um, it's a good spanner to have, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. So one issue with the I'm by the way, have you guys seen the have you guys I'm seen the Ancelotti memes where he's like, you know, Kamavinga going to be goalkeeper Arda Guler, which is yeah, also yeah. the new signing, like right oh, back. Oh yeah, I forgot about Arda Guler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so in training, he's reportedly been trying out Bellingham as the nine, mm-hmm. uh, which is mad. Um, but yeah, as a so false diamond, nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the 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 consensus right now is that if Mbappe does not come, it, it is going to be a diamond, right? And uh, so you have the diamond, and but but I'm I'm like, if Mbappe doesn't come, man, it's I don't like our squad is really but like we're not going to win shit because Vinicius and Rodrigo, as good as they are, they're not finishers. They struggle with goals. Rodrigo, not as much, but. Like he's been underachieving his XG for a while now, and Vinicius mm-hmm. neither. Like they're they're creators more than they are finishers. And if you look at Vinicius's shot map, it's all shots that are hard to pull off. You know, uh, yes, it's yes, not shots from like directly in in from on the edge of the box in front of goal. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, exactly. And Rodrigo is more of a ten as well, like right behind the striker. He's been played on the right wing because you had Benzema sort of drifting in. Um, yeah, so Mbappe, if Mbappe comes, he takes up that central spot. It's like the number nine shirt is also available. It's, it's a seamless fit. Going in the middle, when he says on the so left. You're, you're, on the right. saying, you're saying your hopes of success next season directly depend on this contract? Yes, yes, yes. Offer? 100%. 100%. Okay, so it's Madrid extra. That's very interesting. That's but very we, interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting, but... A, a, a sort of caveat here is that Madrid Extra, which is a quite a reliable source on Twitter when it comes to Real Madrid news, they famously broke the news of Benzema, you know, leaving Real Madrid and moving to Saudi. But uh, they report that uh, uh, just a second, just trying to bring yeah. up that tweet. I think Madrid Extra and Madrid Zone, they, they sort of compile the news like from all the sources and they put it up. It's uh, sort of what Fabrizio does as well. Yeah, so, like so they, 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 they report that, you know, a sort of chaotic or a, a, a sad departure from Real Madrid is not ruled out. Now, it was a very vague tweet, but it seems to me that Real Madrid might consider selling one of their star players in order to accommodate the fee for Kylian Mbappe. What do you think about that? I I don't I I've looked at sort of the accounting books, and uh, they've posted a profit. Wow, wow. For... I didn't know I didn't know you knew them that. How did you get the accounting? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's public information. Uh-huh. Uh, and they posted uh, like a twelve million profit uh, this year, which is very good actually, because mm-hmm. uh, post COVID with the stadium renovation and stuff, you have a lot of costs, but. Posting a profit even with that is six yeah, man. Twelve million profit. Yeah, twelve million, which doesn't sound like a lot. So that's like twenty times that, bro. <laughs> twenty yeah, times twelve million is what you'll have to pay. 
no 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 like the no no a recent report said that they might even consider a fee as low as 100 million euros what seriously yeah seriously yeah. because they're, they're, they're i just they're don't think we need to sell rate. though and i don't think we will sell like we're definitely not selling sure many i think yeah. fede valverde was the other player mentioned um i am of the opinion that fede valverde had a mad first half of the season last year mm-hmm. but uh, i uh, like and and i think that was sort of ballon d'or worthy the that first half but then after the world cup he he went off like dramatically so if his value will never be higher i think unless he sort of picks it up again but i'm not i'm not bullish on fede's chances this season but i don't think we're going to sell him any chance uh any anyway so yeah i don't think we're going to sell sell players uh, apart from sort of the odrio zolas of the world mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but apart from that, i think yeah coming back to mbappe though i think center striker 4-3-3 everything goes back to the way it is so so you, one question you, uh, yeah abhiman you go ahead you, so you are you are, you are treating, treating this as a benzema replacement right yes basically. yes so you go to a diamond if he doesn't come if he comes then it's basically benzema back it's yes yeah pretty but like he doesn't do the same things benzema does you think they share qualities as a striker you think benzema and and killing i don't you think killing is more off the ball benzema yeah great Agreed. So it's not the same profile. But then you but, have Jude in that mix, right? I'm I'm very interested because Jude. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But I'll have to compare Highland and Mbappe in the sense they're all they're both off the ball strikers, right? They like getting into position. They like making those runs, right? And the most important part is a playmaker getting the ball to them so that they can you know, finish that goal. Jude agree, yeah. in the mix, uh, yeah. you know, is giving me a lot of hope. I think Jude. Yeah. Given, given, given his his history with Haaland, don't you think if he's used to playing with a like for like player, like do you do you agree that Mbappe and Haaland are kind of like for like players? Kind of, yes. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. You, you, kind Mbappe of, is better on the ball, though. In in terms of the position they uh, yeah. they occupy in the football hierarchy, I would say. Uh-huh. But otherwise, I don't see much a lot of similarity between. You don't them. see off the ball similarities between them too. Uh, no, definitely. I think in terms Haaland of is... the position of the yeah. on the pitch, no, no. But and and definitely, I think Haaland is much better out of possession than Mbappe. Is. Than Mbappe, I think. And Mbappe. And... Oh, yeah. oh, that's that's a bold statement. Wait, you think oh, Haaland's better? Bet. Uh, Wait, <laughs> you think Haaland's better with his runs than Mbappe? I don't think so. But when I say off the ball, I mean from a defensive aspect. I mean from oh uh, oh no 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 that's not what we're talking about. Mbappe shouldn't be involved in that conversation, man. I yeah, I mean he's the sort of player that you adjust for. You just yeah. Try to make Mbappe up for isn't involved in a defensive conversation. I would agree that Haaland is way better than Mbappe. In we're talking off ball runs, I think. In off sense. ball in the sense making runs, getting into positions, you know. Yeah, Holland is pretty good at that. So right. let's just call that in possession then, because you don't make runs unless you're in possession, right? No, like you're yes, not yes, directly yes. in possession of the ball. Yeah, the teammate is. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. but so the team is in possession yeah. of the ball. So. Yeah, yeah. We, okay, we get that misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, Holland's got pretty good off-ball runs in possession, though. To be fair, like his runs are pretty damn good. I, are they better yeah, than Mbappe's? Um, I would say I would say when Mbappe has the ball to his feet, he's far better. Right? Uh, yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a conversation um, there. And when it comes to making runs in behind the defensive line, I think it's uh, I know it's fifty fifty. I guess that's yeah, that's um, a tough one. You, you yeah, have so getting getting you, you back to this, it. Getting back yeah. to it. Don't you think Jude would have a good uh, a significant role to play? 
given that he has had significant experience with Haaland. Or, yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and, and with a prolific Haaland, not just, and not just, you know, a normal striker, with a prolific, a highly, highly prolific. Yeah, 100%. Like Jude Bellingham is best when he's allowed the creative freedom to move forward and make things happen in and around the books. And I think uh, someone like Mbappé perfectly complements that kind of profile. Yeah, so that would interest me a lot. Yeah. yeah, I've never actually thought about it. That's an interesting take. Yeah. Sort of the Jude Bellingham parallels with Haaland and Mbappé. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you could um, easily line up out of possession in a 4-4-2. You could put Mbappé and uh, uh, Bellingham up top as the front two out of possession and you can have a 4 behind them and a 4 behind them if you want to stay compact while you're defending. And then in possession, you can move into a more Ancelotti-esque Italian uh, shape where you can create like outside the box in the half spaces. So I, I definitely see that happening. Uh, yeah. But one thing I want to bring up is that uh, you, would, you are saying that it would be no problem for Real Madrid to pay the 100 million euros and like just get Mbappe in for the summer, right? And you see that as yeah. essential to any form of success this season, correct? I think it's quite like, you might laugh at me, but there is a world in which if we go into this season without Mbappe, we miss out on Champions League. Miss out on the Champions League? Like even yeah. qualifying for it, you don't feel yeah, yeah, we qualify. Yeah, We're not winning it, but like, even qualifying for it. Yeah, I think we're one good tackle to Winnie away from just absolute disaster. Yeah, I see what you mean. So, yeah. so and and you would say that, uh, I mean, you, you don't foresee any problems with Real Madrid paying the fee and, you know, just no, no, get, no, no. you not at all. But no, because, one I mean, problem, it's built up to yeah. this, you know. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah it's, it's about the cards are about to fall, you know. That's, that's yes. how yes. we're about to see the hands of the different clubs around Europe. And the reason I bring up different clubs around Europe is that now, 100 million might not be a very exorbitant fee for the likes of Real Madrid to pay because they seemingly have an endless bank balance every summer. Uh, but uh, uh, it might tempt the likes of juggernauts like, let's say, a Man City to like break their bank and just bring this guy in because he's so good, you know? Uh, yeah, so, what but... do you feel about... What if a different PSG are going to sell to the highest bidder? And what if that highest bidder emerges in the form of a team which is not Real Madrid? Yeah, so in this context, I think it's important to mention that PSG don't really have any cards to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Mbappe's contract. Mbappe's contract ends next year. If PSG, if he doesn't want to move to a club other than Real Madrid, PSG can't force him to do that. They can only put him on the bench and then he will leave for free. So PSG only lose in this situation. They not only get Mbappe on the field, but they have to hold on to him and lose him for free next year. So it's in be- it's in PSG's best interests to sell to Real Madrid. But uh, Real- I, don't know. I don't know, man. Like I see them in such a losing position in this battle. Don't Who you see them? See? Like it's it's in such. Everyone knows they have to offload him this year. Everyone knows they'll they'll incur like the biggest loss in the world if they don't. Right, Real Madrid know that they have to uh, PSG have to offload him this year. Don't you think they can just drive the bargain? You can just yes, drive they can the bargain with that bit of information. They and, can exactly, they can. And, they can, they and can. PSG, they they start the battle on like you know back foot, but like ten times that. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. It's like playing yes. poker with your entire hand for sure, right? Like yes. so, I, it's just appalling 
where this entire thing i don't think it's been handled in this in the best sort of way from psg right psg has always have you know been 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 very uh, i don't know there's been this sort of camaraderie you know between the players and then nasser al khalifa well, 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 well. i don't know yeah. about that no like as in like camaraderie and psg in the same in, sentence in, in, yeah in that's pushing of, it a bit no 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 <laughs> what i what i mean is in front of the camera right there is this buddy buddy behavior right he's everyone's best friend and then he he controls everything he Not doesn't sir. keep anything to it in into his chest right you need to keep your cards to your chest when it comes to stuff like this nasser you can't have everything out in public and everyone knowing about it just you know are you talking about nasser here i'm talking about nasser like just That's just for, for you know good faith right good faith and 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 and, and transparency i don't think you should put yourself in such a situation I mean, don't you think this could have easily been if he just kept his cards to himself? If if we all didn't know like about this is just this is such a problem with the PSG culture, man. You need to start putting the club above players. Last year, you I, offered Mbappe like the yeah. we made him emperor of, of he, he, the club. He he used the word, man. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he owns the bloody stadium already. <laughs> exactly, like you're bringing the French president in to talk to him. Yeah, like, that is. Just, crazy. <laughs> that you, is you understand. Like, It's not. It's not. And and I'm not for it. I'm not. For but it. now, apparently, with the arrival of Luis Campos, there's been sort of a softening on that stance, and people they are valuing the club more, which is why they're more receptive mm-hmm. to selling Mbappe now than mm-hmm. later. So that's something to sort of. This this transfer season has been has been way more humble for PSG. It's been more humble, and it's been in a long time. You made some good signings, though. Like there's been some, yeah, there's been some. Yeah. I think I think Asensio is a good pick. Good move. Asensio. I don't know about that. If he yeah. is he is he I mean, does he start for you by the way? Like, I think I think I think Liga Liga. I mean, yeah, I think it's a because, good fit, man. No, because we 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 recently got Luis Enrique into right. He doesn't really has have an established <coughs> philosophy in PSG as of yet. Mm-hmm. Completely untested. So I want to see. I want to. I just. I before speculation. I'd want to just just have a look, you know, and see mm. where. I mean, you always have to have a direction at which you drive the club, right? As a coach, I want to mm. see where he takes that. Right? I just don't think that Marco Asensio can be your starting right winger on the big Champions League. Right? I don't think so too. I don't think so either. Yeah. I'm saying it's a very humble transfer market. There's yeah. No, there's no star-studded. But what about market. what about like Ugarte? How is he? I haven't. Much ah, Ugarte Ugarte is a very interesting player when it comes to out of possession. He's like uh, you you could call call him out of possession. You could call him a Casemiro regen. Okay, you know okay. he's he's really good at intercepting, making ta- tackles. More or less press resistant when you know receiving the ball under pressure, trying to turn with it. Not that impressive of a passing range, but you know that's something that can come with time. He's but regardless of all of that, let's just say he's still very raw, right? As a player. okay, okay, uh, okay. just just come up from sporting, uh, and I think uh, PSG as a next step is in terms of the league, the French league, where there are a lot of good midfielders. That's good competition as well, but it's not too much pressure as well. So I think yeah, this could be a good player that PSG have in their hands. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree. I'd agree. It's easier to settle into the French league. But how how uh, how butt hurt are you if you do lose him? Pardon? How butt hurt are you gonna be if you lose him? Mbappe. Yeah. If if I'm really honest, 
if I'm really, really honest. Mbappe and Messi. Okay, okay. Let's you know what? Let's actually talk about who can replace him. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be. I I wouldn't bat an eye, man. I don't know. I don't really care much for Mbappe and PSG to be fair. Messi, I was sad. Yeah. I don't really care much for Mbappe and because I see it as see it's like a it's like a double-edged sword, man. It is. It's. It's not like, you know, it's all sunshines and rainbows. He brings a lot of detriment to the team. As in, in the dressing room, it's just it's chaos all the time. Everyone's wondering where he's going. Agreed. Yeah. That's, not, that's not a good mentality for the rest of the team, right? So yeah, yeah. People want to know that they, they can depend on you for loyalty. Quite, quite, quite similar to how Ronaldo was causing yes. furor exactly, at Manchester United. Exactly. I, although and, not in such a in such an intense way as compared to the Mbappe. And, and 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 you know he's so he's he's first of all he's iconic. No one can help it. He is one of those people who you know you listen to you follow. They affect you. Yeah. Right. Because after the World Cup, they snubbed the World Cup. He almost won but couldn't. Hmm. See, I would, I would, I would honestly, I have seen the the vast difference between pre World Cup PSG post World Cup PSG, right? Yeah. And after that, it was just sad, right? Now, yeah. after that, it was, they lost World Cup. We're not playing well. Now, nobody knows where he's going. It's like every single time no one's talking about him, suddenly there are rumors spiked about his future, right? Mm-hmm. That's his, his, you know, claim to fame about everything. And, and it's, 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 it's insanely efficient to, you know, you see it somewhere and soon everyone's talking about him. Who's where is Mbappe going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I actually see him as a cancer in the team. And yeah. remove it, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really mind. Okay, I understand he's one of the best players of our time today, but I wouldn't really mind removing the cancer. That's a healthy, that's a healthy way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. If you yeah. actually feel that way, that's a healthy way to look at it. I have been feeling you for an entirely long time. Like I, I haven't really been, you know reacting positively to his antics so you're not you wouldn't say you have like an emotional connection with him not with Mbappe anyway okay okay so there's this concern among Real Madrid circles where if he comes in within two three years you have sort of this debacle where he wants to leave unless you give yeah, him a better contract what, what if he wants to leave after that then suddenly he wants to go to Man United right and and, and yeah. you have another bail on your hands I no, I think it's like you if you have a if he brings you trophies, like Ronaldo used to do that stuff, but you know, Ronaldo made up for it um, with all the trophies. So if he does that, the trade-off, you, you always get him. I, I would get him. Yeah, I guess so. Like, I guess so. I guess so. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would be lying if I said our recent, you know, lack of form hasn't, uh, you know, make me double down on my decision to, you know, hate this guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let's, let's sort of, let's, let's go the different way. Who do you, uh-huh. if you do lose him, uh, who are your who are the ideal from a tactical point of view? Let's say you know how Luis Enrique plays or the possession style. Yeah. Um, who is the player you'd ideally want as your striker? Who is the person you can realistically get? And, and yeah, yeah, who, yeah, go on. So funnel and, that down. You know? And 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 as a caveat, it's not necessary that Luis Enrique adopts a position positional player style model because it's it's not like. Exactly. You know, that is what I'm trying like to say. A, yeah, it's, it's not, not like, like any any football is hundred percent possession and zero percent counter attacking. There are going to be elements of both. Nobody, no, for a team like PSG, for the players who PSG have, if you don't play a counter attacking style of play, then you're losing out. Yeah. Right. They, no, but you know, you're you're losing out if you know, but you're not losing out if you lose Mbappe, right? Like, your counter attack is only as good as Mbappe. It's not. That's not. It's not as simple as that. I, I do not. I do not agree with that. Is it not? 
Okay, so who? So, so give us, give yeah. us the list. Here's the dilemma. List. Okay, uh, you have Mbappe, who is a really creative player. He can create stuff. Really good, really strong one v one, and mm. that's off either wing, either the left or right. Mm. And someone who makes constantly makes those darting runs in behind, gets into positions and finishes, yeah. and prolific finisher. So you're not going to get a player who has all of those traits. Uh, I think you you may have to buy more than one player to replace what he brings to the team. So, so so what do you think? Let Let's just start with players who play off the left. You see, see, it's very easy to say something like uh, a Harry Kane. No, no, but like I want you to imagine players who fit the tactical profile, like like what Bori laid out for you, like. Yeah. Hey. So Harry Kane doesn't play on the left, for example. You know, just so pick players like that and then funnel it down. Why? So what? What? No, no. I'm completely fine with Neymar playing on the left. Why do we need someone else on the left? So is Neymar a left winger though? Yeah, is he a left winger? So, dude, I would. Dude, he's pretty fine on the left wing, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't complain. No, but he drifts in, doesn't he? Like, he's he's not a Vini Junior. He's not a, an out and out player, but like agreed. You don't need that either. Yeah, I don't enough. need that either. Fair enough, but then, then you can't. What if dude, I need someone exactly yeah. like Mbappe, someone who's, who's going to cut in, someone who's not going to make that left side run? Because I have uh, Nuno, right? I have Nuno who's going to make that. Uh, you've seen how Nuno makes his runs, right? Straight, straight down. Who's who's Nuno, bro? For Mendes, bro. Oh, no, yeah. the left back yeah fair yeah 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 so, okay yeah, no, no. yeah okay so you are saying let's hold the width with the left back okay that's fair enough yeah fair yeah. enough yeah yeah but but does, does that exact same yeah thing? job on does the right that, yeah. does that not entail a position a possession style of play because if you get caught up in the counter attack over there yeah like you could get fucked what, what do you yeah, like, I mean, but you that's why black. that that's why you have ugarte so i wouldn't be too worried about that ugarte out of possession is brilliant stopping transitions so that can be solved i guess luis enrique has a job on his hands in terms of that he, i i haven't seen him sign many center backs i haven't seen them sign many center backs as well i mean so what is the idea here so, so so in your head bori is it the full backs so you psg play high up the pitch the full backs spin their full backs and I, the wingers so and ugarte controls uh, yeah. if with a the coach there are two different things one thing is the principles of play right and these principles of play don't change no matter what your system is you can play with a low block a mid block or a high block the principles of play will stay and as far as luis enrique is concerned he wants to play out from the back that's number one uh-huh. he always okay. does we've yeah. seen that with barcelona with spain yeah, he always and, wants and, to do that. And PSG are good at playing at the back. Not gonna lie, they're decent. They're decent as far as Liga goes. They're, they're quite decent. Although I'm not quite convinced on Donnarumma's ability on the ball. Let's just Donnarumma's say that. yes, okay, I agree with yeah. that. Too. I agree. Let's just that. say that. Yeah, and but, after Ramos has exited, I'm not sure who handles your progression out from the back. So that's an issue to solve. Screenier and Marquinhos. Screenier, and Marquinhos. Yeah, I mean that yeah. could be though. I'm not. Skinnier is. 
uh, only played in a back three prior to arriving right yeah at PSG let's see how he adjusts to can he adjust to a back four at all and progress the play we'll see right. uh, and yeah he wants to play out from the back he wants rational occupation of space maybe, which is maybe we could play a back three you know maybe Kimpembe is back from injury we can play Skinner no but we're taking Enrique's we're taking Enrique's precedent to sort of predict what he does with PSG so yeah so he wants yeah. a rational occupation of space which is like the mm. principle of position and play uh, where you divide the pitch into different zones, the half spaces, the central spaces, the wide spaces, and you have a rational number of players occupying those spaces at any given point in time. Mm-hmm. So you want to play an expansive style of football. Yeah. And now that style can be counter-attacking in its approach as well. You drop off in a mid-block, you don't press high, you mm-hmm. only engage the opposition once they uh, you know, enter enter the mm-hmm. halfway line. Enter half, that, yeah. that could be some an option that they go with. But the option still re- the, the the caveat still remains that you aren't going to find a like for like replacement for Mbappe. No, like, you there is no way to, you can find there is no like for like. Yeah, and so you're gonna have to figure out if and if Luis Enrique does go with with a four three three as he has often. Uh, what are the missing pieces of that four three three, and where can you find? For me, it's clear that you have Asensio on the right wing who can you know run the channels as well as. Combine with Hakimi out wide, I think that's yeah. a good option. I think Mendes and Neymar will do a job for you on the left. Let's just talk about in terms of a rebuilding perspective. Let's uh-huh. not say say that PSG need to challenge, you know, next year. Uh, I think Neymar and Mendes of the left offer a good combination. As we well. still have Bernard, so that's also a good thing, right? We can, uh, yeah. you know, you can rotate between Mendes and Bernard. They're so your left back is good. good. Yeah, go on. Yeah, so going off. What I going off the top of my head, I think maybe a center back, a midfielder, and a striker. That's what we need a striker, dude. Yeah, we need a striker. And I think I would, three positions. I would back to differ. We we would uh, probably need an out and out striker, man. Don't you think? Yeah, and a striker who is good out of possession, good with oh. pressing, pressing from the front because Neymar is good at it, he's not great. Asensio is decent at it. He's not great. Imagine so, if we had Cavani, man. Right now. Prime Cavani, yeah. If we had Prime Cavani right now. Yeah. That'd be something. That would be something, man. Yeah. But okay, so in the current market, give me the list. Uh, oh, screen. yeah. I think this is a great, great point to mention that uh, PSG had been linked to Rasmus Hoyland. Mm. The yeah. uh, prolific young striker from... Uh, and Vlahovic, yes. But... I think Rasmus Hoyland is much better player. He's fantastic out of possession in terms of pressing from the front. He is great when it comes to making runs on the transition. 1v1 ability is really good. And his movement in the box is one of the best in Europe. From what I've seen from him, these are the qualities. These these are the qualities that I can point out. Of course, he's still very raw. Aerially, he doesn't offer much yet. But that's mostly because. Atlanta, the way they play, they mostly play with the ball to feet. So, I see. not okay. much of an aerial game there. Uh, and he's still very raw. Doesn't have tremendous output, but he does a lot in terms of work rate and what he can offer you uh, both in and out of possession. So, I think Rasmus Hoyland would instantly be, be an instant fit in that central striker position as far as I'm concerned. I okay. hope he doesn't go to PSG because I want him at Manchester United, but... Uh, I think that's a good option for you, My, uh, Rasmus Hoyland. Gonzalo Ramos, I feel, can be a good uh, oh, okay. strike option. Yeah. 
yeah yeah or if you want someone who's tall lanky has the ability to get away from people and can uh, you know play as an inside forward the way mo salah does for liverpool you have randall colomani yep colomani exactly yeah. uh, he's why the that's a good shot he's french he could get a yeah he's we, french we, as well you could have a little bit of a connection we've had an eye on him for a long time you know we initially wanted him as a strike partner for mbappe Okay. Yeah, I think you you pair him up with someone. I don't yeah. think you play him as an out and out. Uh, yeah, nine. exactly. So we were initially looking at him uh, as a strike partner for Mbappe, but now now given the situation, he might just be a replacement. So, Hana, who who are, who's your list? Yeah, I'd say the same thing. Randall Kolomani, Dusan Blahovic. Dusan Blahovic is not bad. He's just twenty three. Mm-hmm. Let's see, man. I don't know. I, I still, I still, given, given, given our reputation, given PSG, I wouldn't be surprised if we had at least one high profile this season. I'm waiting for it, but you know, I don't know if Nasser Al Khalifi has learned his lesson and mm-hmm. is okay. going to anyone high profile. But we might just right. I wouldn't mind someone like a Harry Kane or Romelu Lukaku, bro, in our ranks. Yeah. Oh, Lukaku. Harry Harry Kane is not coming to PSG. I would not mind a Lukaku it. one bit, bro. Harry Kane is not coming. You might say Lukaku also won't come. I don't know. Apparently, Bayern are Bayern are looking for Kane signature. Ah, uh, it's you want Lukaku? Why not? <laughs> and Lukaku is good at trapping the ball high up the pitch. He yeah. is good at making the runs in behind. Really physical striker, though I'm not sure about his finishing. But he'll offer you what. <laughs> no, not sure about his finishing. Yeah, but yeah. we have. Yeah, I don't think he's sure about his finishing. Jeez, I'm not sure about yeah. his Yeah. Uh, as far as his finishing in the box is concerned, I think that only applies to Megan Thee Stallion and not football. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm drowning in that cake, man. But yeah, as far as PSG is concerned, I think yeah, you have some positional needs that you need to solve when it comes to Luis Enrique. Definitely a centre back, a midfielder, and uh-huh. a forward. Let's who, say a who, versatile who, who, forward. Who do, you, who do you think looks good as a midfielder at this time? Someone who would fit into the PSG. Who are your midfielders anyway? Like Verratti is always injured. Uh, Idris, uh, Idris, 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 yeah, I think I think a midfielder just in terms of cover for injuries that would be because Virati, if you play him with Ugarte, I think that's a very good <coughs> double double <coughs> that you have. Yeah. It's 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 quite akin to Rakitic and Busquets as he did with uh, a Barcelona all those years ago. Uh, but I feel like another six, uh, another another. Six eight hybrid, you know that person okay. can drop deep to progress the play because I don't see many options in terms of build up. You have Donnarumma is not the best with the ball, so I think someone like uh, from Olympic Leon, you know Leon, that player called uh, Maxence Kakere, I think he could be a good fit for PSG. Someone of that. Yeah, I don't, so I don't think we need any more strength. It's, I think our ranks on the left flank is are pretty. I of them and we didn't talk about Lucas Hernandez. Johnny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so yeah, Lucas have, Hernandez. Yeah, that's good. That's a good yeah, one. We yeah, we have a pretty. I, yeah. I, I skipped my mind. My bad. But we have. We don't listen. It's all about you know placing the right man at the right place is what I think at this time. I don't think we have too many too many uh, leaks to plug. There might be one or two here or there. Center back definitely needs to plug. Center back has to be plugged. I agree. Yeah. We, we, historically, we've had issues with our defenseman. It has always 
it's always uh, that you know we if one defender is injured we're always you know running it's always some yeah. out of possession maybe sometimes uh, what's this guy's name and uh uh skipping my mind uh, it'll come to you it'll come to you who is that ball guy man <laughs> You know who I'm talking about, dude? Uh, CDM. Oh, Danilo Pereira. Danilo, Danilo Pereira. Pereira, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know what kind of a player he is. He just does <laughs> everything, dude, but he doesn't do them well. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. so clumsy on the field, man. He's just so clumsy. He'll do something and it, it'll hit his shin and go in, and he'll celebrate. <laughs> it's, 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 I don't know, man. He's a funny guy. Seriously, he's like the black Harry Maguire. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say Harry Maguire still hot a better take, player. Hot take, hot take, hot take, hot <laughs> take. Black Harry Maguire. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's sort of wrap it up here. Um, but before okay, we go, so I think our position is quite clear that PSG need to buy more than one player to make up for Mbappe leaving, and yes, that has to be in different yes. positions. But let's just say uh, there's PSG. It would be a dream for PSG if there's a bidding war around Mbappe. You know. Uh, and so saying. there could be multiple clubs that come to the party. So That's who do saying. you guys think can rival Real Madrid's pursuit we of their? We need to make the party big. Are you, I see no, the, but the thing. But the, it boils down to the fact that PSG don't have cards, right? Yeah, we don't have the so, cards. Like they have to sell to Real Madrid. But okay, that's all. All that's fine. But let's say the the most yeah. dramatic situation manifests itself and. Yeah, uh, suddenly we see a Chelsea involved. Yeah, and we see a Chelsea. Yeah, some something of that sort. Todd Bowley gets gets a hard on and says, "But Chelsea is interested. Play. Chelsea, Chelsea yeah. is interested." Like, <laughs> Dude, why not Chelsea not interested, man? Uh, so, so the current list is Chelsea, Spurs. For some reason, was mentioned the other day. Uh, Man, Man United, mm-hmm. uh, Man City has not been mentioned. And Saudi, so the Saudi turned out to be the most realistic out of the four. So, so you know, um, it's the Tom Holland, uh, Tom Holland uh, met. Uh, Mbappe. Yeah, Mbappe. Yeah, and then yeah, he told like, him to come to Spurs. Laughing man, he laughed on his face. I don't think he's going to Spurs. No, there's an interview where he's doing that as well. Yeah, yeah. it's super funny. Um, but but no, so the most realistic one that's come up so far is the Saudi bid. So Al Hilal have bid. 400 million and there's an option for him to leave next year for Madrid. You think, you think he'd take that? You think he would take that, man? Just, just for the do you do you think 400 just, million, just 200 million a year? Wouldn't you, and you do go, it for the payday? I would do it. I, I, I think if I finally get to go, I would do it. But like, I really hope he doesn't, man. It's been going on I too long. I hope he doesn't, but people would skin, skin him alive if he did, you know. Yeah, people would. He has a choice. I don't think he has a choice. If he doesn't want to get publicly publicly skinned, then then what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> what? See, not literally, right? Like people. No, will, I know, I know. Like, people will like just dude. His name will go down the drain, bro, quite literally. And yeah. Agreed. 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 Yeah. 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 So I'm just. I just took a look at Chelsea's squad, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's. Uh, their options up front. They've just signed Christopher Nkoku, who's going to play yes. in the hole in the ten role. By the way, ex PSG uh, player, and I had called it back in the day as a kid. I don't know if you remember that call. That this guy's gonna be big. 
Yeah. You yeah, had PSG, not called it. I had called it. PSG produces <laughs> some gems I a whole, man. from their academy, but they never capitalize on it, man. Not from the academy, bro. He played uh, in our senior team for two years. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't aware. He plays with Latan. Ah, that's, that's fun. Uh, but but Nkunku as is not really a striker. He's more of a you know, know uh, a second striker, a number ten. Uh, they have Nicholas Jackson who they signed as an out and out striker, not a very big name. Armando Proha is there. He's also not a really big name, even though he a lot of work rate, ton of work. Out he's of quite good, yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. He's quite decent. Older players quite good uh, as well. They still have Romelu Lukaku on their side. <laughs> Listed, so I'm not sure what's gonna happen there. But imagine, on the wings, on the wings, imagine, they they have it. Imagine, imagine Mbappe for Lukaku. <laughs> that would be something, definitely. I don't. Mbappe would be benched for sure. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt about it. No doubt. So um, they have Noni Majweke, they have uh, Hakim Ziyech, they have Raheem Sterling. They no, have Ziyech is left, Ziyech right? left for, for the left. Okay. They have yeah. Mikhailo Mudrik. They have Hudson Odoi. They have tons of options on the wings. Is Odoi still there? Yeah, Odoi is apparently still there. I don't think Odoi is there either, man. He isn't? I think Odoi left on loan. I'm not sure. Not, not sure. sure. I, just, not I don't anyway, know. It's he's, not listed, he's still listed on the men's team. So, I don't know what, what, what they're doing okay, there. But, okay, okay. Uh, Hudson Odoi is in Roma, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Is he? No, that was Tammy Abraham. Oh, yeah, that's Tammy Abraham. You're, so, that's just racist. Hey, that's <laughs> man. Hey, my bad. So I, I I'm not sure what uh, Chelsea are quite going for here. Maybe just to play him as an out and out striker. I think they have a lot of cover out of possession. You don't need to make up for Mbappe's yeah, yeah. when it comes to yeah. pressing from the front. So let's just have a look at what his strengths and weaknesses are and what possible fitments are out there in terms of uh, in a Chelsea know? framework. No, in any team's framework. In, okay, in a okay. not in a in a non-real Madrid framework. Let's just look at it that way. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, strengths, I feel like he is incredible 1v1 on either side yes. of the wing. Great yes. at making darting runs in behind uh, when in transition and whenever you deliver a ball into the box. Um, especially good with receiving the ball under pressure and turning on it. That's yes. a great quality. And yeah, basically lethal creator and finisher. Those are yeah. all of his strengths. Weaknesses, I would say, not good at pressing from the front. If you look at the uh, Messi, Neymar, Mbappe trio, like of yeah. all three of them, Neymar had the highest pressing numbers in yeah. that first season, and uh, Mbappe and Messi were the lowest. So I think he's not good out of possession when it comes to pressing from the front and recovering the ball. Um, and he isn't good from set pieces. Uh, mm. that, uh, yeah. Those. Those those are the two weaknesses I would see in terms of his game. So there's such small weaknesses. Well. Yeah, but uh, yeah, out possession you can just make up for it by having other players around him. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, uh, who do you think fits the bill in terms of uh, teams that can make up for it and easily integrate him into the squad and you know just. Oh okay. Like any team in the world, or the teams who yeah. are sort of off. Let's just let's just. Uh, let's let's do both. Let's just do. Who do you think is the best possible fit for? First of all, let's just say who's the best possible fit for, apart from Real Madrid. Bayern. Bayern. Yeah, easy. I think I think Bayern in any conversation is amazing. 
Bayern. I don't know about Bayern. Bayern have a vegan presence. Who do Bayern have in their front line? Eigen press. Geigen. See, I, 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 I legit said that just because uh, Lewandowski used to play as an out-and-out striker in Bayern. So, I brought that parallel. That's why I said Bayern. What do you guys, um, who else do you guys think? What's, I think if about- you have... I, you, I I think Mbappe, Les, if you were to put a name on him, he's kind of a maverick. Does what he wants to need the positional freedom. Yeah, and yeah. I think they already have someone like that in Jamal Musiala. Okay. Uh, and you don't want to stagger his development, I feel. Uh, okay. That's fair. I, I, feel like, I feel like maybe not Bayern. That makes sense. What about Arsenal? That's interesting. Look, uh, Saka and Martinelli are fantastic out of possession. Uh, yes, and, and they can hold the they can run the channels, the inside channels, the half spaces. They both could at that. So, yeah, Shaka didn't Shaka leave? Shaka did. Yeah, but we're talking about more of Mbappe's fitment in that line. But uh, I think I think I'm not sure what how Arteta integrates uh, habits into that squad and makes up for Shaka in the same in the same uh, in the sort of sort of the same space. But I feel if uh, if you're concerned concerned regarding fin- the finishing of both Havertz and Gabriel Jesus when it comes to getting the big chances and them missing most of the time, I and it's not to say that strikers don't miss chances, right? If you're getting big chances, if you're missing big chances, it means that you're getting into the right positions in the first place. But considering that they want someone more prolific, because Arsenal have just had almost won the Premier League. And you feel like they want to take a step up and actually challenge for the title. So considering they want some more more prolific in that number nine role, I think Mbappe, yeah, he slots right in. In yeah. my opinion, yeah. yeah. So then, what do you think? Yeah, I think he fits at Arsenal. Um, he does fit at Arsenal. I think he fits at Arsenal. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, I think, uh, in in let's in terms of Spurs, I think. It's it's a funny conversation to have, but I can, if if Harry Kane is set on a move away, I mean, why not? You know. No, no, but can you imagine if Harry Kane is there and they get him? Like Harry Kane could drop into the hole, and Mbappe could take up the son role. Yeah. Uh, you could have a yeah that could that could that work. could be a hell of a combination. That could yeah. Harry Kane and Son are in in sync. Kane and Mbappe would be. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't think Manchester United fit the bill because uh, first of all you have Anthony out on the right wing who's quite good out of possession, so he yeah. holds the width, he runs the press on that side. Yeah. Uh, you have Rashford, not as an out and out left winger, some more of an inside forward operating in the yeah. half spaces, uh, and he his weakness again is out of possession in terms of pressing. He's not a very intelligent presser. Uh, yeah. And so you make up for someone like Rashford because of what he gives you when he has the ball at his feet. So yeah. you need to pair that with someone like the nature of Erasmus Hoyland, who I just mentioned. So that yeah. the pressing from the front is good. And Eric Tenag, we know, likes to press from the front. So I don't think Manchester United is a direct fit. I could see him slotting into Liverpool if 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 they want to, you know, uh, stagnate the development of someone like Darwin Nunez. I mean, <laughs> uh, yes, 
I think that stagnated plenty. Ah. Without Mbappe. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that could work. That could work. Wow. Diaz, Mbappe, Salah. I'm not very high on Salah, by the way. Klopp uh, snubbed the German national team. He's on to 26. What? Who? Klopp. Klopp. Hmm, yeah, yeah, but I, I, think, I think Klopp, anyway, Liverpool have don't have an unlimited budget and they're looking for a defensive midfielder as because Fabinho is now on his way to Saudi. And they they will be looking for an other centre-back as well because of their injury woes of seasons before. So, yeah. it, it for me, it boils down to Arsenal, Chelsea, Real Madrid and seems like, yeah, Real Madrid is the best possible fit for now in terms of feasibility at least. Yeah. But How one thing you guys... One thing's for certain, uh, if Mbappe and if and when Mbappe leaves, it's going to lead to silly season in football, man. People are going to run around. In Formula 1, there's this term called silly season, which means in, in the beginning of every season, the drivers are shuffled. Each team buys a new driver and it's just crazy because you never know what's going to happen next. If mm-hmm. if and when Mbappe leaves PSG, that's what's gonna happen in football. Well. Yeah, dominoes. Yeah, hundred crazy. Yeah, exciting and season up ahead, guys. Exciting yeah. season up ahead. Let's see, let's so see how all this takes shape. We'll may may follow up on this pod if something dramatic takes place. But yes, for that for now, I think that's a good first episode. What do you guys think? 100%. That's good. That's a wrap. That's a great that's a wrap. wrap. Okay, guys, thank you for joining us. Yep. Uh, that this has been the footy pod. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, This episode will be (laughs) out everywhere. And uh, yeah, we will even do some tactical and statistical stuff on our Twitter. So keep an eye out for that. And yeah, thanks for listening to us. Please welcome us back, guys. Yeah, please subscribe. Please do whatever you can. Press all the buttons that you can. Also, please let us know if you have the time to just type out a sentence in the comments. Please let us know how you liked it. And if we can do anything different, if we should maybe yeah. dumb it down, if we should yeah. you know, do anything, please let us know. Yeah, we're doing this as conscious football fans who love yes. the game, want to yes. share it with people. Yes. And the so, more amount of people who we can share it with, the more, the better for us. Yeah. So, so yes. thanks again. Thank you guys. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.